Hi everyone, this is Aaron and you are listening to the very first episode of the Vibrant Family Podcast. The Vibrant Family Podcast aims to bring FCBC Walnut's disciple-making vision to life through the complementary lenses of church as family and family as church. In this inaugural episode, Pastor Terrence, or PT, and Auntie Katie introduces what excites them about a vibrant church family as well as their personal burdens for a vibrant church family. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Church as Family and Family as Church podcast of FCBC Walnut. I'm Katie Lee. I'm the children's director here at FCBC Walnut. And with me is Pastor Taryn Shea. Hello. This is our first episode, Pastor Taryn. Are we yes, excited? Yes, it is. We, we are, are excited. so excited. Well, this has been a long time coming, you know. It really has been. We've been planning this for six months or more. <laughs> yes, that is true. And finally, we are here today. Well, first, I want to start off with the introduction. Uh, why are we even doing this podcast? Well, I think this is a wonderful opportunity for us to, to engage and communicate with our church family. It's very easy to be able to just point to communication to the pulpit on a Sunday or maybe to the people that are speaking in the front. But there's so much that is happening. God is doing so much in our midst that this gives us an opportunity to communicate and share more personally some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, as well as the things that are happening to shape our church culture. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts on my own, and I listen to the podcast with Aaron and Pastor Hanley, and I enjoy that a lot. Oh, yes. To kind of get to know them a little bit, right? Get to Mm -hmm. know their personalities and what's going on behind the scenes. And we hope that this will kind of accomplish the same thing or similar thing in terms of the um, church as family, family as church ministry at our church. Yes. At least uh, Regina and Mike will listen. So we got two right there. I'm not sure Regina will listen. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, I'll make sure Mike listens so we got okay, at least there you one. Go, there you go. Well, let's start with the, the, this question to you, PT. Oh, PT. That's how I see. I, that just slipped out of my tongue. Uh, what, how do people start calling you PT? Well, it's something that I brought into FCBC Walnut when I started serving here, but this was what people called me in my old church. It's a abbreviation of Pastor Terrence, which was very normal in terms of addressing our pastors. But it's also something I personally am familiar with and something that I've grown to like because being called Pastor Terrence or being called PT is a wonderful, affectionate, but yet meaningful and appropriate way of addressing someone that has a pastoral role in your life. So you prefer people to call you PT or Pastor Terrence and not just Terrence? Is there a reason why you would prefer that that pastor title? Well, I I don't have a strong preference, especially if it's viewed primarily as a title. I certainly don't want it to be where it's only honorific. But for me personally, the pastors that I've been close to me, it is with joy that I call them pastor so-and-so because there's that affection that's in my heart for them, that God has used them to shepherd me. And, And so for me, it actually fits. It's not where, oh, if you use Pastor Terrence, then it's like, oh, it's so formal, it's so distant. To me, when you say pastor so-and-so, it's because they're your pastor. And the people that are the pastors in my life, I gladly and joyfully call them pastor so-and-so personally. Yeah, it's more of a relational yes. um, meaning than yeah. a uh, authority. Yes. It's like people calling me Auntie Katie. They do. Yes. And I like that because it's an affectionate term. I want to be your auntie. <laughs> never, never call me Mrs. Lee. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, you might not answer. I, I definitely will not. That's kind of the church as family. Uh, we call each other each other aunties and uncles, even pastors, sort of a part of the family. And I, that's what I want to start with now with uh, talking about what it means by church as family and family as church. 
you kind of brought that to us, PT, that kind of a slogan. Can mm. you explain a little bit about what that means? Well, it's a paradigm that I just love seeing both the Christian life and our church as in that in our homes, we have places and we have relationships and we have commitments from parents to children where discipling is supposed to be happening on a regular basis. And so that's family as church. And so family is a microcosm of what should be happening in the local church. But then families feed into the larger family, which is then church's family, where we are children of God, where we are brothers and sisters under the Heavenly Father in his household, belonging to one another eternally because of the work of Christ and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit working in us. So our podcast is primarily going to be focused on church as family and family as church. Yes. We'll be unpacking this and in the future episodes to come. For today, though, I do want you to kind of explain a little bit more about church as family. What would that look like at our church? Well, here, let me give you an example. A lot of times I think when we think of church as family, if it doesn't go beyond ministries or programs or rosters or attendance, then it's very easy for us to stick to our own and close to our friends and so on and so forth. But then if we are one big family in the household of God, and let's say someone comes in or we bring in somebody into our gatherings, into our community, it'd be like when you have Christmas celebrations in your home and it's an extended family and and maybe somebody brings home a roommate from college. Maybe someone uh, brings home a coworker that has nowhere to go for that holiday. And so how the family would receive them is one of welcome, is yes. one of hospitality. Yes. Hey, so where are you from? Tell me about, you know, what you do and, and tell me about, you know, your family. Tell me about your interests. You treat them to the great food. You take the time to kind of, you know, know who they are because there are guests that are celebrating and there are guests that are dining with your family. And so when we think of our churches being that way, then in all the aspects in which we gather together, if we're able to look beyond just the, the normal boundaries and walls that we draw around ourselves, church's family opens us up to be people that are able to fulfill the Great Commission, to be that vibrant church of disciple makers, because we're welcoming people into the household of our Heavenly Father, wherever it is that we gather. And we break down walls and boundaries that usually we hold up to separate people, but then we break those down in Christ. And we welcome people with the love of God into our lives. And not only with new visitors, but even with uh, one another. Oh, yes. Like, you know, you go to a family gathering and you see your Uncle George that uh, you see maybe a couple times a year. And mm -hmm. you're going to talk to Uncle George as family. Yeah. So if I see other brothers and sisters at church, maybe I don't know them very well. Right. But I'm certainly going to talk to them as a family member. Yes. I wouldn't want to avoid them just because, oh, you know, they're younger than me or older than me. Right. But as family... We uh, interact. Yeah, you take this vested interest in each other because you're connected and because you love one another and because you want to know each other. And not only know each other, PT, but also to build each other up, isn't yeah. it? When you relate with your family, you are trying to give them value. You're trying to help them. You, you want to grow with them. And not just to socialize. You know, yeah. you don't just socialize with your family. You know, you, you, you're you into each other's lives. You want to help each other out. When you have a problem, when my sister or brother has a problem, they call me. And then same way with our church. That's kind of what the church community, church is family. That community is like a family. And I mean, here's, here's the truth is that a lot of times, maybe in our own families, we don't experience that kind of intergenerational communication relationship. Maybe we are segregated in our gatherings. But in the household of God, it's not like that because our Heavenly Father is so much greater than that. And his love shaping us and drawing us to him and compelling us 
to minister and, and to walk in life with other people. It's actually the family of God where so much of this can be redeemed, even from our broken families that we come from. We don't all have great families, and that's just normal, and that's how it is in a sinful world. But in the household of God, in the family of God, it should look different. We should aspire for so much greater, and we can. Because we have that foundation of the gospel. Yes. That we've been saved as sinners. We still have the same sin, but we know what it means to have received grace. Mm-hmm. And we can build each other up in that way. Yeah, amen. Is there anything specific that you see as in our stage of life now in our church something that we can specifically pursue to live out church's family? I think the one thing that we should pursue now and we should continue to pursue is intergenerational discipleship and intergenerational mentoring. You know, we talk about what it looks like when we want to pass the church to the next generation, when we want to see our children lead or we want to see the church go into the future. But that happens because of a continuation and a passing on the baton and an equipping and a training and a discipling of the next generation by the earlier generation. And so, so much of this is happening right now, which is actually something that really excites me about our church right now, that there's a lot of intergenerational discipling and mentoring happening. And so I like to see more of that happen because that's actually where you'll see the faithfulness of one generation being passed down to the next in a way that's built on relationship rather than built on logistics. And we're not just talking about children and youth. No. Nope. We're talking about at every level. And yes. sometimes it's even from younger to older. Yes. That could be discipling up. Absolutely. I love how many uh, parents have expressed to me how loving the nursery caretakers are. Mm-hmm. They take care of their babies just like they're their own. They hold them. They change their dirty diapers. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, uh, to me, kind of a good reflection uh, of what our church family is like. Yes. We take care of each other. We love each other in that way. We're not perfect, but we can disciple each other help each other out and help each other grow. Yeah. But it has to be intentional. People, you know, people bring their babies to the nursery and that's intentionally bringing to them. Yeah. But as we disciple each other, we, we can grow in that way of being intentional to reach out and to build those relationships and to step into that room, uh, to step into their lives. And that's the heart of disciple making that intentional, personal investment in others. Well, I'm going to close our time here in our first podcast, and we will continue to unpack this as in future uh, episodes of our podcast. There's lots to talk about, but I would like to end with one closing question for you, PT. What excites you about our church right now? I'm excited about our church because in so many ways, in, in front ways on display and behind the scenes culture building, we are just getting excited about disciple making as a church. So it's happening all around us. And so I'm excited to see the enthusiasm and the faithfulness. We just had a ministry fair. That was a wonderful first step for us. And so much of this is just bringing out the best of everyone. So I'm excited to see what God is doing in our midst and looking forward to seeing how he'll continue to work among us. How about you, Katie? What are you excited about? Well, (laughs) I'm excited about the way that we're being more creative. I love having Jess on board on staff doing our design. It's not just the beauty of it, though. You know, what I'd like is the communication. Mm -hmm. When things are designed well, it's a way to communicate. When you look at the PowerPoint, it's clear mm-hmm. and it uh, communicates the, the message in a much better way. When you look at the brochure, it communicates what we value. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited about having our branding, having the new door signs. Yeah. All that communicates 
what this church stands for. Uh, it's not a fancy place. It's, it's not a hotel or, you know, some fancy store. It communicates our family. And I like the communication aspect of design. I, so I'm excited about the uh, colors and the new building, how that's going to be designed and the serving boba. I like all that uh, creative stuff. Yeah, these are wonderful things. Well, I'm looking forward to our future conversations. I want to invite our listeners to ask us questions as well. How can this podcast better serve you in living out church as family and family as church? Let us know what questions you have, uh, anything that we can clarify, what topics you would like to talk about. We would love to hear from you. I, I like podcasts because it's a two-way, two-way street. You know, sometimes you don't catch us on a Sunday or you don't know us very well to talk to us personally. But, you know, we can get to know each other through this podcast. We, it's a feedback loop. We talk, but you are the listeners. I want to encourage you just talk back to us. Catch us uh, on, a, on a Sunday or Friday when you see us. Email us and even respond anonymously if you want to this podcast to ask us anything that we can uh, help you with in living out the Christian walk in this journey together. All right, we'll see you next time. Next time. Thanks, PT and Auntie Katie, and thank you everyone for listening to our podcast here at FCBC Walnut. Don't forget to subscribe to Walnut Weekly, our social media email newsletter. We deliver fresh resources for free and provide peeks behind the scenes from the social media ministry of FCBC Walnut. Subscribe today to stay up to date so you never miss out. Find the link in the show notes, but you can also find the link under the resources menu on our website at fcbcwalnut.org. Please send us your questions and comments by emailing us at socialmedia at fcbcwalnut.org. State that you have a question for PT or Auntie Katie to answer, and we will keep you anonymous. Of course, you can always email PT and Auntie Katie directly, terrence at fcbcwalnut.org and katie at fcbcwalnut.org. For more episodes, you can visit our archive at youtube.com slash fcbcwalnut, and you can subscribe to our official podcast feed on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for FCBC Walnut. You will receive our latest sermons, podcasts, and more. For more info about our church, visit us online at fcbcwalnut.org. Thanks. See you soon.